I Respectfully Disagree Podcast, episode 111. It's going to be a quick little episode, man. Something on my mind today. I really didn't want to talk about it. Really didn't want to talk about it. But the more and more I see online, I'm going to have to touch it a little bit. Uh, Bishop Whitehead, I think that's his name. Hold on, man. Let me make sure I get this correct. I don't want to mess up dude's name. And like I said, I... uh, Yeah, Bishop Whitehead. So, I'm not one of them people that uh, wants to get on here and be a Bible thumper and talk about religion and all of that because I'm a firm believer in your beliefs are your beliefs. And as long as you ain't trying to put your beliefs over mine, then to each his own. But what I will say is I have a huge problem with people who take advantage of others based on religion. And I see it all the time and I just kind of keep my thoughts to myself because, like I said, it's just one of them things where it's like that's a never ending battle when it comes to a lot of topics and people's feelings and beliefs and things like that. But at some point in time, you, you have to draw the line in the sand because it's like, I, in my opinion, I feel like that's what's wrong with today's society. It's like you have too many people that are removed from the church and for whatever reasons, myself included. And I kind of want to talk about that today. Not necessarily, you know, critiquing Bishop Whitehead, but more or less talking about some of my own personal thoughts and opinions on the state of the church and how things are going in today's society. So before I start, I want to play this clip real quick. Y'all check this out. Larry, I never disrespected you, brother. I treated you, I treated you with nothing but respect and integrity. So from where this is coming from, I don't know. So please inform me. Please inform me. Number one, it's opinion. You're viral. My job is to talk about what is viral. I did you a favor. No, I don't need no favors from you, Larry. My, but my question to you, you is about you, 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 you Larry, me talk. excuse me? You, you ma'am, I don't even know you, ma'am. All right? But so you can looking. just stay out of this one. I don't but even know you. All right? I don't looking. even know you. You, you, you're you trying to include you're yourself into this. Help. You need to go and get some weight loss if you want to get, if you want, if you want to get, if you want to get, sir, yes, yeah, so sir. Late. If you want to see okay. and laugh about what happened in my okay. church when we got armed robbed, you're fat. That's what you are. You're okay. a fat slob. I don't know you. Okay. All right. We okay. can really get, okay. we can really get so, like this. All right. You're not so going to laugh next. at the okay. situation so you, where a gun okay. was pointed at my dude. Where a gun was pointed at, I listened to it. I listen to it, all right? No, I listen no, to it. But I listen to it. So I don't even I know you. Number you one, I don't know you. I don't know. Don't give me no props and laugh at me at the same time. Don't give me no props and laugh at me at the same time. Yeah, let's go there. Let's go there. Let's go there. Let's go there, Biggie. Let's go there, Biggie. Let's go there, Biggie. You're a liar. You're a liar. I'm a liar. Let's go. How? How am I liar, Biggie? Biggie Big, not Biggie Smalls, but you're Biggie Big. You are quote unquote All right. Bishop in the Lord's church. That's right. You have uh-huh. seen my face on your timeline before, uh-huh. and if you say you haven't, you're a liar. Number I don't know you. I don't know you. I don't know you. I do not know you. I do not know you. But at the end of the day, when you come here and try to talk about me, I don't know you at all. And at the end of the day, when I come on and I'm listening and I'm seeing you laughing at me, I'm sitting here, I'm laughing, you laughing at me. I don't even know you. And y'all want to see it talk about, oh, it's t- thumbtacks. It ain't no damn thumbtacks in my church. It ain't no thumbtacks in my church. Whatever it is, it's ugly. And you got right. enough money to change. But, 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 but Larry, 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 you're ugly. 
Paul, let's talk about that. You're ugly. Let's <laughs> talk about that. You're a beast. Okay? All right? You and Benjamin Franklin down there and Benny Schwarzenegger <laughs> down here, right? You're a beast. All right? You okay. are ugly. Okay? You're a, you're ugly. Okay. You're a ugly homosexual, right? You, you said you're a homosexual. That's what you said. No, you I didn't. You did say that. You said it. You said it. You said it. You did say it. You did say it. You didn't listen. You can say I said whatever you want to say. Don't make it true. You quoted that you took nuts in your mouth. That's what you quoted. You quoted that. You that was because that. I was molested, nigga. No, 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 no. I am not willing to take no nuts in my mouth. Now. But you was in now. prison, so how many nuts don't, you don't, took in your mouth? That's what you I want to know. I want to know how purpose, many nuts you took in your, your mouth and your why chair. you couldn't keep your you purse nuts. That's what I want to know. So, if y'all sat through all that nonsense, I appreciate it. Because I'm pretty sure the same reaction y'all got is what I had. And that's what prompted this episode. So just a little background for those that do not know. Um, supposedly, put some emphasis on that. Uh, bishop Whitehead was robbed at gunpoint. This is a bishop or pastor or whatever you want to call it out of New York. Um, he was robbed at gunpoint. They're saying that. Anywhere between four hundred thousand and a million dollars worth of jewelry was taken. When I first saw the headline, I felt some type of way about it, but like I said, I I'm not here to judge because that's that's the first first rule in the book. Anyway, thou shalt not judge. So again, I I kept my opinions to myself, but then. But then this video pops up, okay? And I hear how this man speaks. So at that point, that's when I'm like, see, nah, this is the part where I, I don't agree with that. And I want to elaborate on it a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely didn't mean to hit the laugh button, but it's okay. It's funny, but it was sad. It's funny, but it was sad. But I meant to hit. I disagree. Respectfully. I respectfully disagree with this pastor and how he. he speaking to these individuals regardless of whether it was a touchy situation or not it was personal if they really were held at gunpoint and were robbed i understand the sensitivity around that and i'm not here to tell somebody how they're supposed to react but i will say this because in my humble opinion if you are supposed to be a man of god and you're you're doing God's work, then I should be able to see that in your actions. I should be able to hear that in your words. And I should be able to feel that when I'm in your presence. I understand we're all human. Nobody's perfect. But when you insert yourself into the category of doing God's work, in my opinion, I feel like you should you should conduct yourself in a certain manner. Again, not here to judge nobody. I don't know this man. I don't know anything about him. The part that just kind of rubbed me the wrong way was like, if you look at this man's social media, he's kind of flashy, high-end designer things and foreign cars and things like that. And... The first thought that crossed my mind, first thought that crossed my mind was like, okay, if this man is living this prosperous, then I hope, I hope the people of his church are well taken care of. Um, like I said, I don't, I don't know what type of activities he does within the community and things like that. But when you see things like that, that kind of opens that Pandora's box to like 
<laughs> invite that kind of doubt. It's like, wait a minute, man, this man rolling around in Lamborghini trucks and stuff like that, man. You talking about a two, $300,000 vehicle, Gucci suits, him and his wife. And, you know, so then you hear the things that like <laughs> anywhere between 400,000 to a million dollars worth of jewelry was, was taken. And first of all, I'm like, man, like, why do you have this on at Sunday service? You know what I'm saying? But again, not here to judge nobody. These are just some of the initial thoughts. And then, of course, as this story is continuing to, you know, become a trending topic or whatever you want to call it, then news broke out that this man may or may not have been a pop, uh, been a part of a scam involving real estate where he conned somebody out of $90,000 and according to what I read earlier, it's like this guy's like, well, I'm not obligated to give it back. You know, that was an investment. It took a turn for the worse. It didn't pan out. But it's like, OK, somebody trusted you with ninety thousand dollars of their money. And it's like, damn, like <laughs> as a man of God or you doing God's work it's like, OK. Is that different? Like. You don't tie that into the business aspect of it. You know what I'm saying? Business is separated from church or like, you know what I'm saying? Like that's the problem that I have. And it's like, I don't know, man. It's just something fishy about that. Like I said, I'm trying my best not to judge this man because I don't know him. And at the end of the day, it's like, it's a very unfortunate situation if him and his wife were actually robbed. But, I'm not here to discuss that. I'm here to discuss the church because you see it every day. And like I said, I, I, I refrain from voicing my opinion on it, but this is just one of them topics where it's just like, like, come on, man. Like are some of these pastors taking advantage of people in their religious beliefs? Because you see these mega churches and other pastors uh, Creflo and Osteen or whatever his name is down there in Houston. It's like, it goes all the way back to when Katrina and all that was hitting, you know, them hurricanes and stuff. And it's like, if you cause yourself being a man of God, one would assume that in a case of an emergency or situation such as that, a natural disaster, the doors to the church is going to be the first ones to open. You know what I'm saying? Like, you should be in your community trying to do what's right. Not saying every resource that you have, you're supposed to turn around and give it right back and things like that. Don't get me wrong. Like, we all have our needs and wants. And I don't know. Like, it's just different. That's what I'm saying. Like, I don't, I don't want to disrespect anybody. But it's like flaunting materialistic things <laughs> ain't that a contradiction to doing the lord's work you know what i'm saying like i don't want to see your videos of you in foreign cars and osteen and helicopters and things like that it's like <laughs> i'm trying to choose my words carefully but it's like you know what i'm saying like the money that's being put into that couldn't you use that money to put back into the community or put resources back into the community? Not saying that they're not. Okay. So don't get me twisted because I don't know enough information about these, these people to even go that far, but it's like, it, it would be hard for me to sit in church and I pulled up here in my little Honda civic <laughs> and the pastor gets out in a Lamborghini truck and it's like, I'm supposed to sit down and listen to you preach about how if I continue to do these things, then the fruits of my labor will be this and be that. And it's like, at that point, does the message get watered down? And that's kind of where I'm, I'm stuck because it's like, <laughs> people just, you take advantage of it. You take advantage of others. And it's like, I know people who faithfully give their 10%, 
even if they don't have it. It's like I'm giving my 10% because of my own personal beliefs and this and that. And it's like, that's hard, man, especially in today's climate where, like, you know what I'm saying, inflation, gas, food prices, like everything has gone up. And then you sit down to take a break from the real world and give time to God. But yet, as I'm staring at at my streaming or if I was there in, in person and it's like I'm looking at my pastor with half a million dollars worth of jewelry on, it's like, how do you how would you feel? And I know for me personally, it's like, nah, I'm not going to receive that message because I'm saying to myself, it's like. If you're in possession of of that amount of money, not saying that you're obligated, but it's like, what are you doing to pour back into your community? Like, man, I don't need this $300,000 car, man. It's a recession going on. Like, man, people barely got enough money to put groceries in the house, gas in the car to get back and forth to work. What do I look like? You know what I'm saying? Pulling up in a $300,000 car. Oh, it looks like Unk trying to join the live here. Person was able to join because of technical issues. It said it ain't it ain't letting you in, Unk. Try it again. But anywho, it's like Again, I'm not here to count anybody's pockets. I know it sounds like I'm rambling, but it's like I'm, I'm trying to get all my thoughts together so I don't disrespect anybody or anything like that. Again, I'm just just voicing my personal opinion. But it's like for somebody that's supposed to be serving God, you sure do put a lot of time and effort in material things. And again, don't get me wrong, man, we all have our wants and desires or hobbies so to speak you know i got a basement full of shoes or whatever so i put myself in that category it's like but to me i feel like i don't i don't glorify it like it's just a hobby i'm watching this man ride around with the top down man you in new york like (laughs) it's freezing cold you got the top down and all you talking about is your designer suits and designer clothes and shoes and things like that and it's like come on bro like i can't take you serious and then your names is, you know, is tied into possibly scamming people out of money for real estate and stuff like that. So it's like, that's a hard pill to swallow. Knowing that I'm coming to you to receive the word and inspiration and, and uplifting things to where it's like, all right, when I walk out of this door, I'm looking forward to Monday morning. Your word inspired me. You this and that. And it's like. I'm sitting here needing things for my own self and I got to take advice from somebody that's riding around in a $300,000 car. All right, we getting the comments going on the Facebook Live. Flossin, church has become a big business. People following his lifestyle, not his message. Shout out coach, man, because you're right. And that's what I'm saying. It's like, I'm not here to critique this man. What he and his wife do with their personal whatever, that's their business. All I'm saying is I hope that your personal belongings are built on a strong foundation and it's, you're not conning people out of their money and you're using religion as a cover-up. Because there's a lot of people that need that or feel the need to go sit in church every week and receive this message and this and that. And that's why... I, I want to talk about myself because my grandmothers are mothers of the church where I'm at. My family grew up in the church. Unfortunately, I never went. So this is where I'm going to take a step back away from Bishop Whitehead or whatever his name was and talk about myself. I personally never went to church. He's scheming, leading folks astray. We're going to get there. We're going to get there. Um, 
it was one of those things where every Sunday morning, you know, my grandmother pulled up, blew the horn. If he was going to Sunday school, come out the door. She'll blow the horn. I'm sitting there <laughs> in my pajamas like, nah, I'm cool on that. She'll bag out the driveway and go on to church. But you know what I'm saying? Like, she would call my mother and be like, hey, better make this boy get up and go to Sunday school. You need to go to church. You know, shout out to my old, uh, my brother Kevin. Looked like he's on the live. He went to Sunday school. He was in church and things like that. So it's like everybody around me grew up in the church. But for whatever reason, it's like I didn't have no desire to go. And the older I got, it was just one of those things where it's like, okay, I'm looking at what's going on in this community. Like, I'm from a small town. Like, everybody knows everybody. Everybody sees everything. So, to me, in my opinion, I'm saying that I don't want to wake up to go sit in this building with the people who I see Monday through Saturday doing all these different things outside these church doors. But then come Sunday morning, everybody's singing and clapping and this and that, and no disrespect to nobody. Like I said, I ain't going to call out no names or nothing. Um, me personally, I just didn't have no desire for that. I feel like I have a personal relationship. I thank God for everything that I got every morning. Before I close my eyes at night, I thank God for another day. Ask him to, to watch over and protect my family and everything else. Everybody, friends, family, everybody. I have a personal relationship. And I have experiences where things have happened to me and didn't nobody but God get me out of them. So I don't feel the need to go into a building and sit amongst a bunch of people who, to me, in my opinion, they don't live the life that, that they want people to believe. And that's where I was going with the whole Bishop Whitehead thing. And it's like, it's a, it's a touchy topic and I don't want to disrespect people in no shape, form or fashion. But that's what I'm saying. Those were just my personal encounters because growing up, it was like a lot of people I feel like treated me different because I didn't go to church. I was that kid that uh, y'all stay away from him. He he's too good to go to church. Or he he don't come to Sunday school or the times that I did come to church. It was almost like everybody was shocked. It was a surprise. It became a joke. Like, Oh Lord, Adrian got up and came to church today. And, you know, quite naturally, you know, we all participated in Christmas and Easter speeches and things like that. And it's like, if anything, those were the few times that you were going to see my face. You know what I'm saying? The little holiday programs and stuff like that. Scammer using God's words. That dollar dude and the jet stuff. That's what I'm saying. It's like, you know, that was a few years ago where he was like trying to raise money to get a jet. And it's like, if you're really a man of God, then why are you not trying to raise that type of money to pour back into your community? And build some of these centers and things that we always preaching about that our kids need. We need youth centers in the community. We need food banks. We need all these different things. Man, you're talking about money that that can change a lot of things. And in my opinion, it's like if you are really doing God's work, you shouldn't even value money. No way. You shouldn't be valuing uh, valuing material things. No way. But like I said, I'm not here to tell nobody what to do because people may look at my shoe fetish and things and equate it. I mean, quite naturally, it's not the same amount of money, but the money that I spent on a pair of $200 LeBrons, that could be $200 that's donated somewhere else. So I, I get how it looks. And that's why I don't want to be here, be on here trying to be a hypocrite myself. But that just kind of rubbed me the wrong way. That's why I said initially I, I didn't want to touch it. But once I saw how he was talking to those people, you called this young lady fat, called the guy ugly, said he's a beast. Like, you're not talking like a preacher at that point. 
in my opinion. And that's where it's like, all right, we got to draw the line somewhere. But like I said, going back to me growing up, it's like a lot of people, I felt like they looked at me different because I didn't go to church. And, you know, I didn't let it make me feel some type of way or nothing like that. But like I said, it's, it's one of them things where it's like I find it hard or I found it hard to sit down and listen to somebody preach to me when I know what happens as soon as we walk out of these doors. You know what I'm saying? You're not spending nobody's money. He lives off of others' faith. Exactly. Exactly. And that's what I'm saying. It's like you're taking advantage of people who are trying to do the best that they can based off of their own personal beliefs. You know what I'm saying? It's like, I'm not here to critique the messenger. I'm here for the message. And as long as I'm following the message and doing what God and the Bible has instructed me to do, I'm not here to judge that person. All right, kudos to you. That's your business. I, on the other hand, is just like, I have a hard time devoting energy and time into sitting down listening to somebody, regardless of the message. And I know it's like, (laughs) I might be heading down a dark path my own self for my own thoughts, but it's just like, I see it too many times. And that's why I said I, I try my best to develop my own personal relationship and I can live with that. Overall, I try to do right by people, try to teach my kids to do right by people. And as long as I see that what I feel and believe is passed down to my kids and I raise my kids to be decent human beings, then at the end of the day, if they grow up and choose to want to attend church and be a part of that, then that is their decision. Am I a good example of that? No. And shout out to my mother-in-law because they grew up, they have Bible readings and things like that. They introduced that to me. I'm more comfortable with that. We all come together, sit down, read passages out of the Bible, talk about what we read, the messages that we got from it. And, My kids enjoy that. God holds his leaders to a higher standard. That's where my issue is. These cats are flossing and spreading. Jesus opposed it. Exactly. Exactly, coach. That's what I'm saying. It's like, I too, in a sense, is like, I hold you to a different standard. Because if, if you're doing God's work, then you have to demonstrate that in your actions. And that's why I said, I want to skate on this carefully because I'm not saying be perfect. Nobody's perfect. We all give in to temptation. We all have our weaknesses, whether it's flesh, whether it's material things, whatever, but it's like, I'm gonna hold the president to a different standard. I'm not going to watch Joe Biden walking around out here, getting drunk, doing drugs and stuff all day. I quit the church because I was serving and saw the business side and being here in a larger city, you know what I'm saying? Like that's a, that's a whole nother situation in his own self too, because it's like, you can't help that. All right. Louisville was the biggest city in the state. So more people are going to attend church. So before you know it, those dollar amounts add up. And that's what I'm saying. I come from a smaller place. And it wasn't necessarily about the money, even though I've heard different stories and things of that nature. It was just like, for me, I just had a hard time listening to certain people because I honestly feel like they looked at me in a light, but they didn't look at their own children and things in that same light. And it's like, you, you try to put me in a box because I didn't attend church. But in reality, the people that's in church with you are doing the things that you accuse me of doing or think that I am because I wasn't physically present. And that's why I was just like, personally, I just, I had no desire to go. And if I got to pay the cost for that later on in life, then 
I will. I'm cool with that. But it's like, nah, man, that's that's tough, man. And that's why I said it's like I see a few people on the live now. Shout out to everybody. What's up, Alex? Um, it's just one of them things where it's like you you hear this man talking to them people out of their name, and it's like, <laughs> how do you cause yourself being a, a pastor and representing God and you talking crazy to people the way that you are? Like that's that's mind blowing to me. And that's why I said it's like I don't want to be on here rambling or nothing. It's just. That's one of them topics where I was like, man, I, even though I didn't want to touch it, I was like, you know what, bump it. I'm going to go on and, and talk about it because I wanted to tie in my own personal feelings towards that. And if people want to disagree, feel free to reach out to me, let me know, and we can revisit the conversation. But like I said, it's just I have my own personal reasons. Like growing up, man, like – you know everybody. You hear the rumors. You hear all the dirty dealings. You hear all of that. And it's like, how dare you tell me that I'm going to go to hell? Like, I've had people tell me that I'm going to go to hell based off of a lifestyle that they assume that I'm living because they don't see me in church or they don't see me reading the Bible. Like, I shouldn't have to prove my relationship with God, you know what I'm saying? Like to me, that's for bells and whistles. And it goes back to what we talking about here with this pastor that's trying to be flashy and flaunt this and that. Like you play the part to look like you a devoted Christian and this and that, but it's like, what does your actions say to me? If your actions don't say that, then I'm sorry. No disrespect, ma'am, sir. Uh, you can send that message to somebody else because it's going to go straight over my head one in one ear and out the other, because I know you like, I know what you do out here. We grew up doing what we were supposed to do, go to college, church, et cetera. It's not for everybody. We all our own person and how we go by things. Like that's what I'm saying. It's like, I know you ain't supposed to march to the beat of your own drum. You're supposed to have some kind of guidance. And that's what I'm saying. Like, I would be foolish to sit here and say that I don't believe in a higher power. I don't believe, you know what I'm saying? Like, I didn't get all these things or make it this far in life by myself. Like I said, I have a lot of trials and tribulations, dark days, and didn't nothing get me out of that but God. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, I'm not here to disrespect religion, beliefs, preachers. Because everybody is different. That's what I'm saying. Like, I'm not here to critique what he bought. Because that's none of my business. But I do question, like, why any of that is important. Because that's the image that he was portraying. Like, if you go look at his social media and stuff, it's like, you're look at my closet. Look at all my designer shoes. Look at my this. Look at my, like... That is not the message, in my opinion, that you should be sending, especially to people who may not even have an eighth of your worldly possessions. Like, why does that matter? Like, it's crazy. But like I said, I, I ain't mean to be on here rambling like this. Got the live going, got the YouTube going. I feel like I've been paying more attention to the Facebook than I have the YouTube, so I apologize for that. But it's just like, I don't know, man. I don't know. And it's like, what, whatever happened to teaching people to be decent human beings, to care for one another, to look out for one another, like, those are the things that I want to see. Encourage me in that fashion. Like, we're all going to make mistakes, but help get me back on track. If I come and sit down and listen to you, I want to feel what you're saying. Not only do I want to feel it, I want to see a demonstration. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't want to wake up tomorrow and hear the rumors of such and such was caught stepping out on this and cheating and 
such and such was taking money off the top and blah blah blah. And it's like, come on, man. Like, <laughs> I put everything in me into you. Now, where do I go from here? Like, come on, man. It's it's crazy, bro. And it's like people say, So what questions do you have? That's a good question in its own self because it's like, I don't know if I necessarily have a question because that that's what I'm saying. It's like, I'm not here to debate religion. I'm not here to attack the messenger per se. It's just like, I played the clip earlier. I don't think you was on here yet. And I, you may have seen it by now where the the bishop was calling the young lady fat, called her ugly and this and that. And it's like, that's the part that I don't agree with. You know what I'm saying? And it's like, how, how do you call yourself a man of God when you talk down to people or you highlight materialistic things in life? like things that we're told we shouldn't value because you can lose it all. You know what I'm saying? That's another story of mine that, you know what I'm saying? Like I've been in a position where I've lost everything, didn't have nothing. So I know what it's like to lose it all and then have to get it all back. And that's why I'm saying like, I don't care about none of these things. It's just stuff. So it's like, that's what I'm saying. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm not here to judge that man. It's just, I hope, I hope that with the type of money that he's portraying or, you know what I'm saying? It, it could all be fake. All them cars and stuff could be rented. Who knows? But you're using those type of things to lure people in. And for somebody that's deeply rooted into religion, it's like, okay, here goes my last whatever. I'm still going to take my 10% and give it to somebody with good faith of, okay, I'm going to sleep well at night knowing that i done my part. But in reality, it's like, okay, my 10% contributed towards your Bentley truck, your Rolls Royce, I don't think I'm going to be able to sleep well at night. Exactly. And that's what we're talking about. It's like, I wasn't here to discuss him being robbed or anything of that nature. Like I said, I made a post the other day and I was like, a million dollars worth of jewelry during Sunday service. Like, why is that even necessary? Like, why are you up here with hundreds of thousands of dollars worth of jewelry on trying to deliver a message to people who don't even have the ability to afford one diamond off, off your necklace. But like I said, I never voiced my opinion. I just kind of, you know, threw it out there kind of as a joke or whatever, but, um, I left it alone. It wasn't until I saw how he was talking to these people. And that's what I'm saying. It's like, all right, now you don't pulled your mask off. You know what I'm saying? Like you showing me kind of who you, who you are. Like in my mind, I kind of had that thought, but like I said, we're not supposed to judge people, not supposed to do all that. So I, I kept my comments to myself insurance right off. And look, look, that thought came to my mind. <laughs> <laughs> I don't mean to laugh. <laughs> I don't mean to laugh because if it really did happen then Lord forgive me, but it's like, if you saw the video, old buddy that was sitting back there in the corner in the chair, he was just too calm for me. Like if somebody really walked in a room with a gun, I'm going to drop down to the ground. I'm going to do all that too. Might even pass out. But old buddy in the back was just too calm. And it's like, then you heard the rumors of him conning people, for the real estate business. You know what I'm saying? Like a lady is suing him for over $90,000. So it's like, if you tie in church in 
to your real estate business and that's how you using all of this to come up then come on man like it's not a good image and i see a lot of people that's like that's why i don't go to church and i don't do this and blah 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 and that's why i'm saying to myself it's like I'm not here to judge people who don't go to church. I'm not here to judge people who do go to church. I just wanted to tie in my own personal reasons and put them neck and neck with this situation to not necessarily justify it because I'm 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 painting every pastor in the same with the same brush as I'm painting him and that's not the case. I'm saying that I have my own personal beliefs. And I honestly feel like I shouldn't have to go sit down and listen to a message from a person who may not be demonstrating what it is that he's trying to relate to me. And that, you know, again, nobody's perfect. All right. So don't twist my words. I'm not here trying to preach, not here trying to judge people, even though it sounds like it. I'm just saying that, like, I sleep better at night knowing that when I woke up this morning, I thank God for another day. Everything that happens to me, I'm thankful. On, thank you, God. Thank you for this. Thank you for that. When I lay down at night, watch over my family, watch over my loved ones, watch over everybody as we sleep. If I see the light the next day, turn around and do it again. Am I perfect? No. But again, I try my best to be a demonstrator for my family, for my kids. Everything that I tell them not to do, I don't go out here and then turn around when they're not looking and not do it myself. Because that to me is exactly what we're talking about. Don't stand up in a church and tell me, if you do this, you're going to hell. If you do that, you're going to hell. And then soon as the lights turn off, everybody pull off and drive home. You do everything that you just told me not to do. Like, that don't sit well with me. It really don't. And that's why I said it's just like, it's a sad situation. But unfortunately, it happens every day across this entire country. And it's like I said, you know, these whole mega churches, like I said, I ain't just going to pinpoint the guy in, in New York. Because it happens everywhere. How in the world do you have a church that's so massive and these people coming in following a natural disaster? They done lost everything. But you don't want to open the doors. You don't want to open the doors to the church. You got all this money, you got all these resources. You don't want to help feed, clothe, give them water, none of that. But you're doing God's work? Like, nah. That's a hard pill to swallow. What's going on, cuz? That's a hard pill to swallow, man. But like I said, I ain't going to be on here rambling too long, man. I've been on here for probably about 30, 40 minutes, maybe. But like I said, I'm, I'm not here to judge that man or his wife. And if they really did get robbed, then prayers and condolences and everything else, because that, that had to be a traumatic experience. I can't even imagine that. But then I seen people, this going to be my last thing, and I'm going to leave it alone. But then I seen people talk about, well, if you wasn't flashing and flaunting and flossing on other people, then it wouldn't happen. You open that door. Now that. I disagree. I respectfully disagree with that notion. Real quick, hold on. You can't take these material worldly items with you. Is what they're preaching. Exactly. Exactly. But um, where I was going with that is like, I don't necessarily agree with, well, if you being flashy, then you set yourself up to be robbed. Because if I work hard, I should be able to get whatever it is that I want in life. Like you're not going to tell me that I get up and grind and bust my butt all day, every day. And if I have the income to go out and buy 
a Lamborghini truck that I shouldn't do it because of how it looks to the rest of the community and this and that who had the same opportunity that I got. It may not be the same exact path, but you have the opportunity to make the right choices and right decisions to get to where I'm at. It may take you longer or you may get it quicker. Who knows? But you can't tell me that because of everybody else's situations that I'm not supposed to enjoy life. That's the part I don't agree with because a lot of people like, man, all you do is take pictures of your shoes and you just, and I'm like, that ain't me flaunting and flossing on people. I collect sneakers. That's a, that's a hobby of mine. That's a passion of mine. So that's where I, I kind of took offense to some of that because I heard them talking about it on, on the breakfast club. Uh, Charlemagne was like, well, if you put it out there that you living like that, then you deserve to get robbed. P showed me the video. The man was in a drop Rolls Royce bumping jig. Exactly, cuz. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. I know a lot of y'all just now tuning in to the conversation. When I get done, I'll be sure to upload it or whatever. But it's like, that's that's a that's a tough pill to swallow, man. It's like you're supposed to be a man of God, but all you're doing is praising these material things. But that's what I'm saying. It's like, so... Let's just say, hypothetically speaking, every luxury car, every suit, everything that he and his wife had, they worked for it. The real estate business or whatever business that they got, they legitimately earned that money. Then they're entitled to go buy whatever they want to. That doesn't mean that they deserve to be robbed. I've seen people say, you know, God giveth, God taketh away. And it's like, that's still in my opinion, not the right words to use because that's still a traumatic experience and nobody deserves to be robbed. You know how many times I'm like, nah, I'm going to put these on today and it's like, nope, nope, because I don't even want that problem. Somebody try to come take them off your feet and, this, and that's why I don't really have a passion for shoes and stuff no more like I used to because of that reason. It's like, you got a wife, you got kids now, I'm not trying to walk out here and get knocked upside my head for some shit that I don't even care about. Excuse my language. But it's like, I don't know, man. That's just society in its own self. It's like, damn, like I worked hard for everything that I got, but now I'm supposed to be afraid that somebody going to come take it. It's crazy to me. It really is. What's up, Charlie? See, Charles tuned in to the live. Man, I definitely appreciate y'all checking out the live. Like I said, man, I'm getting ready to close out. Uh, appreciate all the uh, kind messages, support, friends, family tuned in because y'all helped me get to 100 subscribers on YouTube. So that's a personal little milestone for me. It's like my views ain't getting where I want it yet, but it takes time. It's going to take time. And that's why I'm trying to find that balance of making sure I'm putting everything on the streaming, trying to set up the cameras and this and that because I got the Facebook on one side, I got the YouTube over here doing the audio over there and it's like it's 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 a lot of work that pours into this so i'm i'm very thankful and appreciative for all the people that actually tune in and watch the podcast or listen to it but it's just one of them things where it's like i try not to touch religion and politics but it's hard seeing that and that's why i said i wanted to tie in my own personal beliefs because I'm not <laughs> I'm not cool with some of those people that's like they think that their beliefs tower over yours. And like, nah. If I don't do it according to how they think it should be done, then I'm in the wrong. And it's like, nah, bro. We all supposed to have our own personal relationship with whoever we feel is that higher being, higher power, like you know what I'm saying? And that's where it's like, I feel like America, and that's a whole nother conversation. I ain't going to touch it, but it's like, I think America overall is like, you're trying to make everybody follow one particular belief system. And the whole purpose of our government was to separate church from state. At least I thought. But now a lot of rules and laws and things, you're starting to blend in. And it's like, 
you creating a whole nother that's a whole nother topic in its own self. But it's like I don't necessarily agree with that because it's like you can't tell somebody that my beliefs are supposed to be based on yours. And if I don't agree with yours, then I'm in the wrong. Like there's there ain't a hierarchy hierarchy to that. Like no. Nah. But anyways, man, I'm gonna jump off here. Um, I respectfully disagree podcast. Like I said, it's on uh streaming services, Apple, Spotify, Google Podcasts, SoundCloud, got the YouTube joint going. Uh shout out my guy Dante. Threw on the established hoodie. Getting ready to go to the gym here in a minute, waiting on my wife to get home. Um Y'all know the hashtags, man. Support the homies. Uh I said, I see Chuck was on the live. I see Grip was on the line. Alex, he jumped on the live for a minute. Uh, shoot me a message after you listen to this or if you listen to this, Alex, because I, I know you are into ministry and things like that. So I hope nothing that I'm saying comes off as offensive because I have a lot of family and friends that are involved in the church. I'm telling y'all, like, I, I grew up, I saw it firsthand. But... If that's something you want to talk about and we revisit this conversation, man, let me know. But in closing, it's like, don't sit here and value and worship material things, <laughs> but then pretend like you're doing God's work, man. That's, I don't agree with that. I don't agree with that, especially in today's climate, man, when people are out here struggling, hard to find work, hard to put food on the table, hard to pay bills. And every day I I wake up and I got to see you in a new Gucci suit. You and your wife riding with the top down. Like, come on, bro. But anywho, man, we out. Ass toasted. No competition. I'm Nisha Coastal. I feel so high. I feel so live. My body.